0: Hey, everyone. I'm Tiffany, and this is my so-called fabulous welcome, welcome to season two of my show. We have made it to season two. So I have to laugh, and I have to cry a little bit too, but I have to laugh because we are, now you're listening to episode number 84. So we're just on season two. So let me tell you, when I started this, and we're going to talk about how I started this, but when I started, I didn't know what I was doing. I have to be honest with you, I'd never even listened to a podcast, so um, oh, that's so horrible, but um, because now I'm an avid listener to at least my show, but um, so we. We brought on some incredible talent. Um, In fact, she's in studio with me today, today, uh, Kiana Eastland. And she came on. She's my podcast coordinator guru. And she said, you should do a season. like, oh, that's a great idea. So how many, do you all know how many episodes are in a season? We still do not know. And we're trying to figure it out because we're listening to you. We are absolutely listening to you. But this is number 84. We are kicking off in September of twenty. 2021. And I'm trying to determine um, exactly when we start. It was January 13th of 2020. Okay. It was 2020. Okay. I'm trying to do the math here. And when we did, so January, got our feet wet. Um, When you start a podcast, um, I didn't know what I was doing. So I have a fabulous producer, um, Paul is in studios with, with me today as well, and he's going to talk to you about how we got started if you haven't listened before, but we started this podcast and rocking along, I mean, just rocking along. And and Paul gave me the advice to make sure that we recorded or and we ha- released every single week like clockwork and be consistent, and I'm learning in the social media world that consistency is absolute, absolutely the key. Um, so we release every Tuesday. I get up, it's it's out. Not magically, everyone, and it's not free. So um, so every Tuesday we've released, and so we rock along. I go to Mexico for spring break, um, March of 2020. And I come back, and the country shut down. And Paul and I made the decision that we were not going to let one Tuesday lapse. Now, let me tell you, that was tricky because we were we we were shut down. We were shut down. Paul had a press pass, and we could record in separate studios, or I could, of course, record at home. But we we'd made the decision to never allow this show to lapse, and it has not. I'm praying to the Lord that it never happens. we worked hard. Um, we worked hard as a partnership, Paul and I, because I was in Mexico and he was really worried because we didn't have a show recorded. Um, but it's it's in this, this podcast world. It's just incredible. I remember when we started, it seemed like not a lot of people were doing it. Now, mind you, that was, um, gosh, 84 weeks ago. Not a lot of people were doing this at least from what I was seeing, my perspective as a chef influencer. And um, so now it seems like every darn person in the world is doing a podcast. Is that true or is that not true? So let me explain to you why we did it, because I get that a lot. We're actually, uh, we just did, are doing a giveaway uh, for my podcast listeners, why did you do it? And so I'm going to bring in Paul, my producer, and tell you, because Paul and I have been friends for a while, and he saw me doing the influencing and blogging um, gig and still doing that, going strong. But Paul, tell everyone why you thought it was a good idea. You were starting your business, next Nexum Creative, and um, you just thought maybe I'd be cool? To hang out with?
1: Yeah, that's it. I just wanted you <laughs> to kind of come hang out. I didn't have any friends, didn't have any clients. And I right. was like, you know what? Just come hang out with me. <laughs> and you seemed like a really sweet lady. No, I I just, I knew you. I had known you for, I guess, a couple of years mm-hmm. uh, be, before we started the podcast. And I I just, there were some things about you that I knew that once you started to go towards that influencer phase that you were starting to with your blog, with your website, and with your Instagram beginnings, I was like, wow, she if she's going to do this the right way, she needs to have a platform where she can reach more people. And you already have the charisma for it. I mean, you you know, you have these get togethers and you have these like these famous get togethers <laughs> that everyone <laughs> always remembers. And you're always the host and you're always have this. You're always on If that makes sense, you always have this charismatic feel and you can run a room. So I figured and I was like, well, why not get her in a on a platform where people can not only see hear, but have other have her run a room inside of a studio and be able to run a podcast. So I thought it was the perfect fit, especially for what you were talking about, Right, you know, with, 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 with your blog, with, with food, with, you know, drinks, with health, with fitness. I thought, I mean, you're already, you already have so much content written for Mm -hmm. a podcast. Right. So why not put it out there to where you're not only writing because you have a a great knack for writing. Mm -hmm. And if you can write, Most likely, especially with your charisma, you can talk. Right. You know, so why not just talk? So I called you up and I said, This is something you should probably do if you really want to get out there. Right. Because why not? Nobody's doing this, especially in this area. Not a lot of people are doing what you're doing. Right. And 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 not only just talking about the things you're talking about, but age group, being a woman, being a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and being able to touch on all kinds of different things into the community. Into belief systems of this and that, and fitness, and it's just so many things you can attack and some and can you know talk about
0: lifestyle. And you, I remember you saying to me, um, you need to bring your blog to life, your Instagram to life, and you know, um, we've made the shift. You know, we were blogging five days a week. Um, We're going to shift a little bit because this is a lot. And and Kiana, which is in, in the studio as well, has also said things to me like, okay, do you have to do this? Do you have to? What is absolutely necessary? Because everyone recording a podcast in studio is a lot of work. It's it's it is. It's a lot of work. It's um it takes a lot of production and a lot of time and and, and that's that that was an interesting I mean it, so we decided to take the blog down a little bit. Well and- one
1: of those things about them when I what I, one of the things that I told you and that I do tell a lot of people it's giving your brand a human element. Yes. Because you know writing is one thing. Pictures yes. are one thing. Sure. But being able to connect with A person's personality and a person's beliefs and a person's, you know, uh, advice and a person's lifestyle, things like that. Because if you think about it, you know, as I guess the younger generation that are out here don't know it as much as, say, I do or even older than that. But, you know, back when I was a kid, I listened to (laughs) 106.1 Kiss FM. I listened to Kid Craddock.
0: Kid Craddock.
1: And everything he said, if he said it was a good restaurant, I would go. That's true. Or a good movie. I would see it if it was good for his daughter. I'd be like, okay, I need to go take my son to go see this. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with that. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you. And he had one of the biggest followings. Oh. I mean, but but you can also talk about all the different radio DJs out there, you know, Casey Kasem, um, all those kinds of people that people gravitated towards. And I mean, it was like a cult following sure. with these people. And I was like, well, there's a reason because radio was very intimate because it's in your ears and it's right there. You can adjust the volume. It's a very it's a very interesting psychological experience because you control the voice. Right. You know, it's not just like, oh, well, there they are on the TV and I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's true. it. But, you know, radio, because you can have it within your eardrums mm-hmm. and it's right there with only you listening if you want to, mm-hmm. and it's very intimate. And so a podcast, that's why podcasts are so important. So it's giving your brand a human element in a way that shows the real you and not just on paper or instagram
0: right exactly and you know when people ask me um often do you enjoy it this is i'm just telling you all this is the favorite part of my job it's i absolutely love it. i've been media trained i've done television radio four years and um i love this this is i i feel like i it's just me you know i just i, I enjoy talking now they made me talk by myself today because I'd prefer to have a guest to hear <laughs> and converse. And Paul all goes, that's your best episodes, right? But, you know, it's just sitting here in a box talking by myself. But anyway, so thank you, Paul, because you're the, you're the reason. You're the reason.
1: Yeah, The reason for the season. Reason for the season. Season two.
0: I know. Season two. That's perfect. Absolutely. The reason for the season. Okay. So everyone, um, I do hear from you and then I don't hear from you and I'm going, okay, what are they thinking? Is anyone listening? I wonder if everyone that does a podcast is going, is anyone listening out there? And then... I'll get a direct message from someone in Wisconsin that resonated with my menopause or resonated with my daughter leaving school. Um, All of these podcasts are lifestyle-based. I would assume that a huge majority is is centered on women's wellness and health. I am not a medical professor pro- pro- professional, and I've always said that. I mean, I'm not. And I have had the most fabulous people on this show. I mean, my guests, I have to do a big shout-out to all my guests because I feel like I have free therapy. Well, it's not free, free, but I get therapy from my show. And people ask me, like, what are some pivotal moments? You know, it's like, it's like when I'm honestly... I'm talking to my husband last night, and I'm actually, like, I've been through therapy because I have such great, I mean, Stacey Danford, I mean, my gosh, a neuroscientist. I've had counselors, life coaches um, that help me through life. And that's what I'm hoping to do for you, to help you and to share with you. Another thing... You know, you've all heard me say, if you've listened before, I have learned more. And I'm sorry, I know I've had a couple of counselors on here that have said, do not say that the word failure. But it's true. I have failed and I'm going to fail again. But I have learned more from my failures than my successes. I appreciate both. But when I don't do well or fail, I'm like, gosh, that kicked me in the ass. And so I I, I don't want to do that again. So I work really hard to rectify that. So what, when a, a friend of mine a long time ago, she said, you should start a YouTube channel. I'm Still working on that. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But um to share my life experiences, um, I am on my third marriage. The first one was extremely difficult. I mean, I've told you all, he went to jail. I mean, gosh, murder, great. But um, survived that one and then married a fabulous man and still, I mean, love the man, and, and, but it didn't work out. And showing that you can do this and co-parent because we have a beautiful daughter together. So do I regret that marriage? No, I made stupid decisions, but I want to share that with you and for us all to learn and learn as a community. And hearing from you is so important to me. So we decided to take a take a break during August of twenty twenty one. And, um, it's September now. So we took a break and there was five Tuesdays in the month of August. So what we did is we looked at our analytics, which we look at every single Monday, collect on Friday, look on Monday and see what, who's listening, where we need to be. I mean, that's across all of my social media platforms, but, um, we did the top five podcasts. So let me tell you, we had, um, which I was a little nervous. And seriously, um, Velvet Box was the sponsor, and they had Dr. Celeste Holbrook come in studio with me. And I'm not a sexual being. I've explained that all to you. I'm postmenopausal. And um, I had Dr. Holbrook on, and the name of the podcast was Redefining Sex. So I was a little nervous um, if I was going to be off brand, not true to my brand, but it. You, you didn't even, no one said a word about it. So I was thinking, okay, we hit some touchy, um, erectile dysfunction, uh, vaginal dryness. We talked about all of that and, um, I'm not an expert in that. Well, a couple things I am actually, but, um, I, the, you let me know through the ratings, not the ratings, actually the numbers you were listening, but you weren't telling me that you were listening so are we talking about sex and no one just says hey that was a good one but it was the number one podcast by far i mean out i mean i i was shocked so that told me that we need more with sexual health We are so excited because in the month of October, we are going to talk about, with another physician, we are going to talk about sex after cancer because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, We are going to hit all those topics, and I'm so excited to bring you that information because you said you wanted to hear. So let me... um, some, some of the other, the top, I think we talked we talked to you about, um, I mentioned Henry Buto and Tony Green. How can I help? And two fabulous black gay men came in here and made me laugh so hard. I peed myself. Um, that was one of the most, I mean, it was just so fabulous. And um, I love those guys. And that was one of the top five as well. Dating through the decades with my daughter, Kennedy. I mean... I'm not dating, but talking about social media, all of these dating apps that are going on, and what you did. I did hear from you as parents and of all ages of how dating is so interesting. Um, So many, many great ones. Wellness has been just such a. I'm a, I'm a very fit person. I'm into fitness. Um, I'm into wellness, eating healthy, cooking healthy. So that being the top of my list, you know, when we, if you look at my Instagram or F in my bio, you see food, fitness, fashion, beauty, interiors. Um, and we're trying to hit all of those on the podcast and, and definitely, definitely hit those with the top five. So someone asked me, what was the what was the hardest podcast for me? And I have to say, the hardest podcast was um, the death of my mother. So losing my mother in um, 13 years ago. So uh, that one was tough because it was me by myself and it was talking about um, guilt and love and that she's not with me anymore and she's not seeing my daughter. So that was a tough, and I can't even talk about it. It was so tough. But the number of people that reached out to me and said that they lost a parent or grandparent or a sibling and how difficult, but to, to finally get them to come and talk about it, I mean, you know, I'm not real sure I talked about it until my podcast. So I talked to you about it. So it was really tough. That was a tough one. So I guess I think I think I collapsed after that when I was in the studio by myself. But miss her desperately, and I know she listens to me every week. Of course she does. Um, you know we did a series, and I'm wondering what you think about that series we did. Um, the incredible Stacy Danford. I've already mentioned her in this episode, but we did a series of love and loving yourself, and loving others, and significant others, and loving children, and. You know, it it was just such a popular, popular subject. She is dynamic. She is, um, you can just see, looking through her feed of her Instagram, you can listen to her and see what an incredible person is. What I love on this show more than anything, not to say that, Sadness will not come again, but what I love on this show is laughing so hard and sharing laughter with all of you that it just makes, I hope I, I make you laugh and I, and, and someone did review, I laugh, I cry, I think, and I can't wait till the next one. So that made me super, super happy, happy. So, um, you know, some of the shocking points of this industry is of course, we survive through a national, we are still surviving through a national pandemic. We have um, we have survived through racial violence. Um, the world has become something that we never, I never thought I would experience. And what we're seeing over in Afghanistan right now, and as of yesterday, the loss of some, so many troops um, that serve our country, thank you for your uh, service, but so many things, but You know, I remember back in about, oh gosh, so COVID hit in April. Uh, I mean, it actually hit, hit us. So about June, I think Paul and I said, we're not going to talk about this anymore. We are not talking about COVID and lo and behold, we are still talking about stupid COVID. And I'm so scared that we're not going to do it again. I mean, we're not going to stop doing this. So interesting enough, the hard times have been... um, Just again, wondering if you're listening, wondering if we're making a difference, wondering if you are taking my recommendations and learning from my success and my failure. Are you? Let me know for sure, for sure. Um, Some things that we want to hit on this show, and we're going to talk about holiday traditions. We're laughing because talking about when we're we're planning, the planning stages of the content of the show is... um, how you separate your time with your in-laws or your significant other. And why is it that you get to Thanksgiving table and everyone, somebody says something and you get in a fight. Is that true? Or Is that true? It is so crazy. And how to handle that. Um, because some families are volatile and some families are not. I know Stacy Danford, keep going back to her, but she's given me so much advice. She doesn't even declare a holiday when it comes to her children. Um, she just makes a time, and they decide as a family to get together. She and her children. It may be the week before Christmas. It may be the week after Christmas, and uh, just those traditions. You have to let go because when your children are married um, and going to you know other people's homes, it's it's very very difficult. And uh, Kiana actually was telling me they don't even have, uh, turkey and dressing. I think it is turkey and dressing. Oh no, Christmas. They have Mexican food because you get so tired of the turkey and dressing. So I'm like, oh my gosh, holiday traditions. Definitely. What's been interesting on this show too, is actually having some of my best friends, my dear, dear friends on this show. And you think, you know, someone, I mean, I bet you all thought you knew me, right? (laughs) Boy, were you in for for a ride? But, um, Having friends and getting their bios in front of me and talking to me, and I'm just like shaking my head like, I didn't know you were CEO of a huge corporation, because we really don't talk about that, because when you meet friends in life... When you meet friends in life, stages of life, do you remember meeting when your kids were little, little? And that was my friend group. And then they went to school and there was junior high. And my daughter uh, cheered for six years. That was our friend group. And I remember her graduating high school going, I'm not going to survive without these people. Then you move on and you have the college friends and then you have your social network. And now I have my 50-year-old friends. And then I have my staff that are my friends as well. So life changes so very, very much. But learning about these people is incredible. Having people in the studio that um, are so confident and so on top of their game, some of them had egos and walked in here in the studio and were soaking wet when they left because they were so nervous. So seeing that raw emotion has been just so enlightening and touching people's lives and, and learning about so, so many, many things. Um, I have to tell you, Paul sent me, when we were designing this, oh my gosh, the logo, I didn't know the trademarking and, and registering and all those things that cost so much money to name this. You know, we sat around probably for months trying to name this show and I basically took what was out there, was not out there, my so-called fabulous, um, because, oh, and people ask, why did you name it that? Well, it was available. But People often look at my life and go, your life is so fabulous. My life is fabulous. I can tell you that. But it's not always fabulous from day to day because, and I want you to see that. You know, those of you that look at me and say, gosh, I look at Instagram and just think, wow, what? I mean, every day you look you look so made up. You look, you wear all these clothes. People, that's, that is, let me tell you, we shoot that one day a month and that is not my life. I'll go to the grocery store without makeup on, sometimes without a bra on. So that is not my life. So it's not always that. So my life is not always fabulous. So that's what, again, I'm trying to show and teach you all for sure. I have had some of the most fabulous friends that are in the culinary world. Now, they may be um, chef entrepreneurs, chef restaurateurs. They may work on the line. They may be executive chef. They may be bar owners, but I've had them in the studio and talking about, especially going through this pandemic, the razor thin margins that restaurants are going through with their budgets. And the cutback and the people that do not want to work because they may make more money staying home than working. And that has been such, you know, and I, I refuse to get political on the show, but that has been so interesting to me because I do see a lot of people that do not want to work and I love to work. Um, I had people and some of you ask, my husband sold his company two years ago in 2019 and It was a time that we could travel. Guess what? That wasn't happening. But we could slow down, and I immediately made the decision to speed up because I wasn't finished. I'm not finished. I don't want my brain to stop working. I want to keep it busy. And again, just like I told you all, want to make 100% of difference in so many people's lives. Um, Some of you know that I... um, well, when I had Fetch on here, the um, Shauna Gibson that owns Fetch, which they they're pet sitting and I had the dog walkers, they my precious Lala that I she turned five a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we got her when she was twelve weeks old, and I have never had a pet ever. I was scared of pets. I was mauled as a child by a, a standard poodle, and um, I did. Everybody, let it be known, I did go to therapy to get over it because my ex-husband's like, why is our child afraid of dogs? She, she didn't get bitten as a child. So get over it. Learning about animals and, um, you know, if that something happened to my dog, I don't know what I'd do. I'm so attached to that precious puppy. But I remember before I had a dog, and some of you are going to judge me for this, but I was like... How, When someone lost a pet, I I couldn't understand and I couldn't resonate until I actually had a pet. I have been told it's very similar with children. You don't understand. You go to restaurants and hear these screaming babies until you have one. You get on a flight and you hear screaming babies. And now we all know as parents, you're going, oh gosh, that poor parent. I mean, you're not, I mean, it's not, not great that you hear the crying, screaming baby, but you do resonate and you do sympathize for sure. Because as a parent, you've been there. So owning a pet has changed my life tremendously and it, it has enhanced my life beyond war. I mean, I can't even talk about it. I mean, I guess so. So, to my music i was going to talk to you so when i hear my music we just did a promo video and so many of you have been so kind to reach out and talk about how fabulous it is because it is pretty darn fabulous but um my music so when we were crafting the show and named it and um paul sent me gosh how many did you send paul <laughs> we had to choose well, we, a jingle we sat
1: down for a little bit and we listened to like I don't know a couple of hundred, and you said my mind can't do this anymore. No. So I said I'm going to pick five and send them to you, and Excuse either me. that or you're going to be going into your podcast in silence. No, no, no music. Ever. No,
0: no, and I don't even know what it's called, but when I listen to it, the pride that bursts in my chest. I mean, I listen. You were almost way-
1: in tears that first day. Whenever yeah. you were like, "Wow, yeah. that's it.
0: That's it. That's it." And and I hear it now, and I never. Get tired of it. I mean, I really do listen and listen, and I keep watching my video, and I just and Paul showed me the video about a month ago, and I really did a tear. <laughs> it was fr- because it it was a lot to go done, but um, but it was it was such a part of a podcast. So we asked for ideas for podcasts, and I have a, a list, a, a follower and a listener, and she wants to know, and I bring Paul in on this, so. Because this is interesting because I do know several people that have a podcast. But she said, how do you start a podcast? How do you get the equipment and other aspects of podcasting? Please, please give us advice. Paul?
1: Well, (laughs) that's kind of a loaded question. I know. But, um, you know, starting a podcast is... there's a lot that goes into it, you know, with it, when it comes to getting the right equipment, like she said, how do you do that? How to, um, you know, decide the name, how to get things going, how to find the right music for it without getting in trouble, how to do all that kind of thing. Right? So, you know, one of the things that we actually do with my company, with Nexum Creative, we do consulting for these things because not a lot, of, not everybody's in Fort Worth, you know. So I have some clients that are. You know, I have a client in Canada, I have a client in Washington, I have clients all over the country that will contact me, and I'll help them based on their budget. You know, I help them get the equipment that that they need and kind of what they're trying to accomplish. Because I'll tell you, Tiffany, and I, I we've talked about this before that quality is everything you know it's kind of like if you have a million dollar product but you're selling it out of a a burnt down shack you know it's just dilapidated home no one's going to believe that it's worth a million dollars so if you've got this and because you can have incredible content but it sound really bad or poor and you're not going to listen to it it's going to hit you in the wrong parts of the eardrums because they're they're you know, believe it or not, I've been in audio engineering for like 16 years, right? Mm-hmm. And there are certain frequencies that hit the ears in a weird place that makes it hard to listen to at a for, for a long period of time. Um, for example, all the music right now, right? If you listen to older music, say even just from 99 to 2000, uh, just that kind of pop type music, the mm-hmm. things that most people listen to, right? It is about three to four to five and sometimes even six decibels higher now. So what that tells you is that it's harder. Back back in back twenty years ago, we could listen to a whole album from start to finish and be perfectly okay in one sitting. Right mm-hmm. now, it's very hard to do without causing some kind of irritation or damage to eardrums. What? It's very strange because everything has to be louder now. Everyone Ugh. wants everything louder, music louder, and bass louder. It used to be a very complete, gelled together piece Mm -hmm. of music and now with even with voice there are certain parameters that i have to set these on to make sure that it hits all the right volumes and all the right frequencies so it doesn't hit people wrong Mm -hmm. because if you have an hour hour and a half show and they can only make it to 25 minutes because Mm -hmm. something subconsciously is telling them to turn it off in their ears that's not good Mm -mm. you know what i mean so we have to do it like that so like i said uh you know with nexum creative we do do all kinds of consulting, you know, whether it be helping you find equipment, whether it be helping you just tips and tricks on how to start it. So you can always contact us anytime, but that's, it's, it's not hard, but it's a lot of work. It is, And that uh, consistency right? that we talked about earlier about releasing once a week, you know, I, I, I pair that with, uh, Grey's Anatomy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like on what, 11 yep. seasons now or 12. I don't know how many is like 800 seasons. Um, but, they're successful because they're released every week. Right. If they were released every three weeks, people would, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Oh, yeah. Easily.
0: Especially now. Oh Attention my god. Attention span. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So without if you're not there for a week, yeah. That's very detrimental to a very consistent brand.
0: Which is and why we did what we did.
1: Exactly. So there are a lot of factors to think about when starting one. Is it hard? No, but it's definitely tedious. And it's very time consuming if you don't know what you're doing, or mm-hmm. if you don't have a solid plan.
0: Is there any way to do it? Okay, so when my friends Ellen and Trevor they they came on the show months and months ago, but I remember they listened to Dave Ramsey, um, his podcast, and they're just so impressed how you know it just sounds so fabulous. It's great, and so I remember them calling me and going, "Yours sounds just as good, if not better, than Dave Ramsey." And I'm like. That was after like a f- my first Score. episode, yes. And so, and and of course, I'm like, don't they all sound like this? No, they don't, because why? Not judging, not judging. But some of them are recorded out of their homes, which not may not be in a studio. So, your studio, Paul at Nexium, is 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 sound controlled, right?
1: Yeah, soundproof, sound controlled, um, and you know the right microphones to be able to accommodate brand new podcasters or people that have been in front of mics their whole lives. And I did it on purpose because I wanted to make sure that no matter, because honestly, with podcasting, it's mainly a lot of new podcasts. Mm -hmm. People have a lot to say, which I think is one of the best things out there right now. Podcast is an incredible platform for anyone that wants to speak, promote a business, do anything, influence, whatever it may be. So I make sure that I have the microphones that allows anyone to sit behind it and create incredible sounding content. Mm-hmm. So yeah. every, every room is controlled. Um, every room has, you know, capabilities of all sorts of things with Zoom and having guests and yes. all that kind of stuff. So it's, I mean, it's definitely a process. I set it up for anybody and everybody, new or veteran podcasters to be able to come in and just have a turnkey solution because a lot of people need that, you know? I mean, I don't I don't know if you can even imagine doing all this by yourself. No. I mean, it just it's just a lot of time. No. Not saying you couldn't because you're smart,
0: yeah. but
1: do you want to? And I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, do you have time to go to school right now? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, then you sure don't have time to figure mm-hmm. all of this out at once. Mm-hmm. With the editing, with the distribution, with making it the right this, the right that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in it that if you don't do it right, it can be very detrimental and turn your brand backwards, mm-hmm. which you don't want to do.
0: No, and have you had um, have you had clients that have gone from doing it in their home to studio?
1: Absolutely, you have absolutely so. because it gets a it's a lot of work for them, yeah. and if, especially if they start getting busier and busier because a lot of podcasters unless you're Joe Rogan or whoever's out there is doing that, you have other jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a full-time job and you have mommy or daddy jobs. Mm -hmm. You have, Mm -hmm. you know, side things that you're doing or or hobbies that you want to do. And that it's a lot of time. And there's a benefit from doing it in a studio setting because you literally just walk in, you talk and walk out and you're done. Mm -hmm. And then we handle the rest. Right. So distribution, editing, everything is done for you. That way you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. The only thing you have to worry about is creating amazing content. Right. Just doing what you do best, which is not the editing, which is not the promotion, which is not all that stuff. It's just walking in and influencing with your voice the way that you do.
0: Yeah, and so to answer this woman or this this person's question, it's it is a lot of work. And if you're doing it out of home, I mean, and you just, you, it, to me, it's easier to have a producer. Yes, have I nickel and dimed Paul, his him to death? Pretty much. Yep, I have. But you get what you pay for. I do well, know that. You well, do get you.
1: You do, and and not to say because I do have clients that do it at home, mm-hmm. and then they'll send me the audio files okay. because. You know, we're in Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. and like I said, I have a, a, a gentleman, a, a couple, a pair of doctors that are in Washington that will send me their audio that they record, and I will beef it up some. You know, I'll edit it and I'll get it ready for them. So it's it's not something that you can't do at home, right? Okay, but it's something that because recording at home, if you've got the right equipment and you've got the right setting and the right atmosphere, which is very hard for a lot of people, unless you can do that, can really create a room for it, Mm -hmm. which a lot of background noise and things. But even if it doesn't sound top, top quality, get it to somebody that can make it, that can bring out the best of it.
0: Wow. That's great advice. So we
1: can, you know, doesn't matter if you're here or anywhere, get that recorded audio to somebody who can edit it. Right. That way we can bring out the best of it and take out the negatives. That way you can at least give yourself, because you may not be able to either afford it or be able to have the time to go to a studio or whatever. Maybe may not even be an opportunity that you can even get there. Maybe there's not one near you. Sure. But there are other options to be able to do
0: it. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Well, there you go. Natalie, there you go. She asked me that question. So a lot of things that you all have asked about is finances. I haven't hit that on the show yet. Finances are so important. It can make you or break you, of course. So We're going to get to that. Um, Mindfulness, I think we are, but need to work a little harder on that. Um, Again, you know, when you, some of the, so many people ask about finances finances and managing finance being fabulous <laughs> still being fabulous um home sizing up and down when kids go to college and i know so many of you have had to move and your kids go to a new school and it could that could be fabulous or it could not work out very well for you so we are listening we are taking this to heart this has been the um a scary ride for me but it's been the most fun and um with my career at 56, my career started working when I got out of TCU. Um, and before that, I le- I did love my career, I do love my career, um, as a chef and um, cookbook author. But this one, now I worked hard, I am a hard worker, and every company I've ever worked for, every brand, I they will tell you that, but I've never Worked harder in my entire life because I'm working for myself and I have these standards. It does drive people crazy (laughs) in my life, but I've never worked harder in my life and I've never been so rewarded in my life than what I'm doing right now. And I'm going to keep going and we're going to keep being fabulous and we are going to succeed. And I am so happy that you listen to me every single week. And again, letting me know what you want to hear. So thank you. We're in season two, episode number 84. (laughs) We're going to figure out season. See, we're all learning. See, I think this is a success because we have 84, but I'm I think I failed because I haven't done season. So there you go. So we are learning. And let me tell you what, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate my team. My team is growing and growing. We've lost a couple. We've gained some fabulous people. And um, like in the words of Greg Blackman, stay in your lane, hire people smarter than yourself. That is what he always does. And that's what I'm doing. Just like Paul, I could never do what he does and he can't do what I can either. So there's that. So everyone keep listening. Hey, what I need you to do, I need you to go to Apple and Apple Podcasts, rate and review. Please subscribe, rate and review. Give me five stars, please that should do it. And then follow me on Instagram, Tiffany Blackman, and Facebook and Pinterest and all those fabulous, fabulous things. And everyone, thank you for listening. And hey, keep being fabulous.